What is up, Chunkers? Uh, thank you for tuning into the Chunk Podcast and tuning in as if this is some sort of radio dial, which it's not. You made the choice to click on this, and if you didn't, hey, I'm so sorry. But before we get into it, uh, we're going to be talking Pokemon, we're going to be talking Death Stranding, we're going to be talking Disney+, Plus, and some Paul Rudd action as well. But I'd like to preface this episode by saying, if you're put off by the quality, A, I apologize, B, stick with us, we've got some big things coming here in the future that are going to clean this up and make this sound a little cuter. Because really, at the end of the day, you're just looking for a cute podcast, am I right? Okay, I'm going to get the hell out of the way. It's the Chunk Podcast. Thank you so much, and enjoy. That's not a noise I'm going to start most podcasts with, but I don't know why. I, it's been a little while for us. I, we haven't uh, been as regular as uh, most people, um, in which we probably need a little more fiber in our diet. But the Chunk Podcast, we're back. It's JJ, it's Justin, and we're here to talk gaming and uh, some some movies and entertainment as well. Uh, we're going to put the sports aside for this one. We've been putting off too many things that is that are going on right now that were both watched and played. It's time to address these things, these 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 monkeys on our back. JJ, what's going on, man? How you been? Oh, not much. Just you know, enjoying some great gameage. It is a um, good time right now. It's a, it's a solid time for the old gaming. Yeah, and you know the best part is we're in that sweet spot right before Black Friday. Um, so any games that we want to put on our list, we can go out and hunt for. And then we got the Christmas releases that'll be coming out soon as well. And we had a few big ones that came out uh, just recently. Yeah, um, okay. Well, specifically what I've been playing, and I, I bought it the week before Pokemon came out, but Death Stranding, I gave it one good solid week of gameplay, and then and then Pokemon came out, and that's kind of consumed my life. But I will tell you, Death Stranding, you, have you picked that up? Have you been interested? Are you Do you have any interest in getting this? <sighs> It's. I'm not a huge fan of horror type games, which it appears yeah. to be like. Yes, sorta. It, it's also really intriguing because all I've ever seen about it is just this, whatever that actor's name is, and Norman video, Reedus carrying a baby in a <laughs> glass tank on his chest. Yeah, and it's... like sneaking around presumably some sort of alien or monster life form or some shit yes okay so i mean that's some that's a way to summarize it but i will tell you leading up to it i just thought this was going to be oh it's a guy who's delivering packages in a in a post-apocalyptic world and that's that's fun i guess and i and i wasn't really interested but the more i paid attention to it and the more i watched other gameplay you know other people playing it i was like this is so weird and such a strange concept for a video game and there's so many more layers the more you play the more you're like this is this is not just a delivery game like this isn't uh you know fedex the game uh but it it is very interesting there's so many different things going on obviously norman reedus is really good in this uh it's it it starts out you're just grinding it like you're just you are just on foot uh dishing out packages to different communities and trying to connect them and stuff like that then you kind of are also getting this subplot of it's it's death, like death and life. The 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 line between the two is merging. It's like it's what's that's what's happening. They're not aliens. It's literally death is coming up from the bottom while while the living is up on top. You know what I mean? The worlds are blending together, and they're ha- like it's fascinating. And I'm 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 excited to see where it goes. I I'm also 
I admittedly am, am putting it off, and I am, you know, I'm ashamed in myself. I should probably go back and play it, but I, I just keep playing freaking Pokemon, man. I can't stop. Yeah, it's a shame. It, uh, yeah, that <laughs> and the the Jedi game that just came out is really intriguing to me. But I got Pokemon the day it came out, and I slam jammed that game. It is so. Good. Yes, and you know what sucks is everything I saw online, a lot of the reviews, a lot of people who are just like talking about it, maybe haven't even played yeah. it yet, they're just like, I'm not going to get it. You don't have all 5,000 Pokemon in the game. Ugh. Who cares? Dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if, if they, I wish they never released who's going to be in the game, like what Pokemon are in the game. You wouldn't even know. You know what I mean? You wouldn't even care. You'd just be playing the game and catching the Pokemon that are in it. It's a fun game. It's not... It's not Pokemon yeah. Let's Go. Uh, it's not Pokemon Let's Go at all, which is which is good. That's really my fear was uh, you're gonna try to blend the two worlds together, and I'm gonna have to use the Pokeball Plus to throw Pokeballs to catch things. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, I mean, it, let's uh, to be fair, like it was a cool spin on yet another remake of the originals. Yeah, but this game is probably one of the best ones that I've played in a while. Better than Sun and Moon. Okay. Better than X and Y. Okay, that's fair. I I did I I breezed through Sun and Moon. That was pretty uh, too easy. It was very easy, and it, I, honestly, that's kind of the thing I'm having with a lot of things. I spend so much time exploring and trying to. I'm literally trying to catch them all. That by the time yeah. it, a challenge comes up, I'm just wiping the floor with them, and it's it's you know. So here's here's a question: Have you turned off the set or switch? What is that? Like you change it. So during Pokemon battles, if you have it on Switch, it'll ask you, oh, JJ's about to send out Pikachu. Do you want to send somebody else out? If you turn that off and just leave it as set, um, it makes it much more challenging because you have to adjust to a Pokemon you don't know is coming. Oh, I didn't, um, see, I didn't even know that was an option. Is that something they yeah. just added? No, it's actually been in it for a while. Oh it makes God. it way more challenging. And the other thing about, well, there's a bunch of things I, I want to say about this. The story is really good. Um, I love the fact that this is so, you know, gym challenge centric. Yeah. It, it's so cool. Cause like, you know, in this, you know, in all the other versions, you were just, you know, this rando kid going around beating up the gym leaders. But this one, you're one of so many select challengers. Yeah, going around and, and beating the gym gym leaders. That's okay. I see what you're saying. Without it, okay. it makes it more you know not that you're like the chosen one, but it makes it feel more special and maybe even more like high stakes. I guess. Yeah. And you know the thing there was so much hate about this game coming in because like you mentioned, we're mad that they are not including all. Well, 900 some odd Pokemon now. The thing for me is, and I was telling a buddy of mine, the beauty of playing a new game like this is being able to go out into the the tall grass and run into the Pokemon and be like, yo, what is that thing? What type is it? How do I beat it? Yo, I need to catch that. You know, that's how you recapture the, you know, being a 10-year-old playing red and blue for the first time. 
is you just commit to only you know to catching and using only the new Pokemon that they've introduced. Yeah, and I find myself doing that. I, I'm I'm only like two badges in right now. Uh, I'm I'm not super deep, but I've got like ten, almost I think twelve hours in, and I'm just I've just been exploring and messing around with these weird new Pokemon. But I that's really what I've aside from the Mudsdale, which I think or the Mud Bray and the Mudsdale. Yeah. That to me, I, that came. I think that was a Sun and Moon creation. Yeah, he was. I am addicted to that thing. That thing is such a freaking beast. It's like I, 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 as soon as I found it, I was like, "This game's already over. I've already won." Uh, yeah, it's, it's a I have game to over. admit, I used Pancham for a while because he's really beefy. Yeah, I those dark and fighting type moves. I am a sucker for a freaking monster, like the the beastly, like physical only power move Pokemon. Like I, I, I don't really do a lot of the. I was never like an Alakazam person, you know what I mean? Like I didn't do a lot of the fast, you know. I, I like defense. I like defense, and I like just pounding people. And that's uh, I just I just like girthy Pokemon. That's it. So so who did you pick as your starter? I picked the Grookey, the uh, the mm. Grass Monkey, Grass Monkey Funky. I went with a uh, Score Bunny, which I was actually very happy with. Okay. After finally seeing kind of the final evolutions of all three. Yeah, the final. Um, I had to Google search. I was like, I had to, and it was hard to find. I to find the legit one. A lot of people had their like interpretations of what they could be, but it was hard to find like the real, full blown evolutions. But I, I just saw that giant gorilla, and I was like, yeah, I'm in. I'm cool with that. And the other, <laughs> uh, the other one, I think Sobble turns into like this like stick lizard he's like, thing. He's like Gex from Gex. 64. Yeah, it was, but it was like, yeah, it was like this smug stick thing and uh, I wasn't really a fan of it and to me I don't know I'm not I've never really been a big bunny person or even fire I never really ever picked the fire even with Charizard yeah, neither like, did I yeah neither did I so I just didn't I just didn't even think twice not picking the bunny I was like I'm, I'm gonna go with the uh the monkey plus it's green it's grass I'm all in on that so anyway yeah so I have to say you know if if you have been on the fence about getting Pokemon Sword and Shield I would absolutely grab it for those of you that are uh not like justin and want to pick one um i really recommend you go on and check out what the version exclusives are there are a couple different gym leaders that you fight based on the version you play and there are uh probably 20 pokemon each that are exclusive to each version yeah i talked to Kristen and i was like hey which one should i get and she's like, I want one. And I was like, what do you mean you want one? We, we only have one Switch. What do you mean you want one? So I went to Target and I wound up buying like the the double pack. And it it came with a uh, a Steelbook case, like a gold Steelbook with the legendaries oh, on both cool. sides. I was like, all right, that's pretty sweet. But I just paid for two copies of it. And I guess it is a way for us to technically catch them all. We could we could somehow swap them someday. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to do that. You just have to buy another Switch. I know, Perhaps yeah. Perhaps a Switch Lite. Or a switch light, yeah, that could be uh, that could be a thing. I'm gonna be using the hell out of the switch on this uh, on this traveling. I'm gonna be doing over the weekend. We're gonna be on a long drive to New York, uh, from Florida to New York, and uh, I'll be using my switch a lot. So uh, I unfortunately won't be playing much Death Stranding because I'm not bringing the PS4. But the switch is to me, it's it's the freaking awesomest awesomest system going because I can just sit in the car and play it on the on the go. So. But you're you base you you just told me today you beat Pokemon Sword and Shield already. Right? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, post game, unbelievable. Is there okay? So when you <laughs> when you beat all the gyms and like the challenges like that, is there without spoiling anything? Is there like extra stuff to do, or is it just that's that? The post game 
it doesn't impress me as much as I was hoping okay. for it to. All right. Um, but then again, Pokemon has never really been super great about post-game content. Yeah. The best one was obviously uh, Gold and Silver. Oh, God, I love those. Those are good. Uh, Soul Silver specifically. Yeah, Heart, oh. Gold and Soul Silver were so good. Yes. Okay. Anyway, all right, we've we've exhausted enough Pokemon talk. Uh, Death Stranding's fun. Uh, what's going on with you? I mean, you've been playing a couple. You wanted to give some shout-outs to some games that I don't particularly yeah. play myself. Not anymore. I was in on the Destiny 2 for a while, and uh, I've sensed. I don't even know where that copy of that game is. I have it somewhere. <laughs> well, one of the big changes. So there were a couple games that came out probably September-ish that I played, um, one of which was the new Destiny expansion, uh, Year 3 expansion Shadow Keep. Um, they also made the change to... Um, free to play for all of its one first year content. So if you've never played Destiny Two, uh, you never really wanted to pay the money to give it a shot. Um, it's free on all platforms now, except for Switch. Um, at least for the year one content, uh, plus a little bit extra. Um, I I really enjoyed um the new expansion, and they finally have delivered on the amount of content that. They, they've they've turned it really into kind of a hobby game where you can hop on and do stuff and um, get cool weapons and stuff. Uh, it's not without its uh, uh, challenges as a game, but yeah. uh, as always, like the raid content and some of the the puzzle dungeons are really good. Um, another expansion that came out in September uh, was uh, Final Fantasy XIV's Shadow Bringers. And I have to say, um, I think we, uh, we've we talked about it a little bit before, but Final Fantasy XIV plays, it is an MMO, but it plays a lot of times as a single-player game. Yeah. The Shadowbringers expansion was freaking incredible. The All story right. was so good. Probably one of the best video game stories I've played ever. Ever? To Jesus. Be honest. Yeah, and it is, man, it was just so good. Really, if you've played an MMO before, but you've never tried Final Fantasy XIV, I would definitely give it a shot. Um, both Stormblood and, and Shadowbringers were, were really good expansions. And it has cross-save, so if you have PlayStation or you have PC, you, know if you, you can play it on either and, and buy it. But those both came out. They were both very good. And uh, lastly, I, I did give WoW Classic a shot. It's been a while now since it was released. Yeah. And here's here's the thing. People don't remember how much of a grind fest WoW was, World of Warcraft was in the beginning. Um, they've managed to capture that, you know, very, very grindy glory. And embarrassingly, but also not so much, I, I only made it to level 30-something um, out of 60 because, man, it is so boring. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that, that was a uh, much simpler time back then. Dude, you, you've seen the South Park episode about World of Warcraft. Yeah, I, I remember it vaguely. A lot of people sitting at their computers. Yeah. Yeah, and they like kill boars over and over again. Well, that's WoW Classic. That's So that's basically out, it. You go to a quest giver, they tell you to go kill 10 things, and then you come back. Damn. And then you go to the next quest giver and do the same thing for... You know, sixty levels. So Jesus, so. wasn't very pleasant. Um, it sounds though. It sounds like though. Uh, Blizzard is going to be doing some weird stuff with the next uh, WoW uh, expansion that they just came out with. So uh, if you've played before and you want to re-explore some of the old expansions, it sounds like uh, 
you're going to be able to do that um, along with the new content that they come out with. Okay, so you're saying Destiny and Final Fantasy have come out with some good stuff. Go back to that if you have since left it. However, World of Warcraft Classic, leave that where it is. Yeah, Don't yeah, go yeah. back. Pass. Okay, Pass on WoW Classic <laughs> for sure. Okay, that's fair. Uh, okay. Save yourself the time and the pain. Okay, so let's get into. I, I want to address Disney Plus real quick. We talked about it uh, on on a, on a past podcast, just about what they had to offer. It had not come out yet. It has since come out, and I did not get it on day one. I was like, nah, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait it out. I did get it on like day three. Like <laughs> I held out for two days. I don't even know why. Somebody was talking about the Mandalorian, and I'm a sucker for a good Star Wars. Also. I'm a sucker for a good classic uh, '90s cartoon, and I've—you should see my watch list. It is—it's Spider-Man, <laughs> it's X-Men, it's Gargoyles, it's like all the classic uh, '90s oh like superhero cartoons. I and I'm—I'm I'm, I'm geeking out over that. But I want to address the Mandalorian real quick. They're doing Disney Plus is doing it differently uh, than most uh, most streaming platforms, and they're releasing it we- weekly. So they're basically a channel, you know what I mean? Like they they're buying some time. They're basically like a regular TV channel that you're paying and you're getting episodes once a week. I don't necessarily hate it until the episode ends. And then I'm like, "Come on, man. What the hell?" Like I just want to watch the next one. They, do they not understand the concept of binging? I'm pretty sure binging, like binge watching was just added to Webster's dictionary as like a real word. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's a real word. It's like officially in the dictionary. For some reason, it's not in Disney's dictionary. They don't want to uh, participate in the binging of shows. But I will say, Mandalorian, pretty awesome. Uh, I'm a big fan so far, and I'm, there's only two episodes in, and I'm sure by now if you've seen things online, memes and stuff, of the baby Yoda creature, which I'm not 100% sure that that's Yoda. I don't think it is, but... It can't be. There's literally no way, right? There's no way that's Yoda. I mean, the... It's Boba Fett, right? It's not Boba name? Fett. It's not Boba Fett. From what I understand, it's between the it's between the three trilogies. This is the time. Like it's so there's literally no way. Yoda's old in the original, like the old like the episode one, he's old. So, so. it's Django Fett then? I don't there's no name. The guy hasn't given a name. <laughs> At least right, as well, far as I know, he doesn't have a name. Either way, Yoda was like nine hundred when Luke Skywalker met him. So exactly. there's no way that it's baby Yoda. So this is Unless he's time traveled somehow. Yeah, I have no we have no idea. That's what I don't understand. But it's the freaking cutest thing in the world. Like I I'm an alien Yoda baby is giving me baby fever like i'm i'm now like man i want a kid like you know what i mean like, i don't even know why it's like a freaking <laughs> it's a fictional alien baby and i'm like oh that's kind of cute that's adorable but uh i don't know it's it's good so far i'm glad i'm not disappointed obviously if that's the one of the only shows that they're the original shows that they're gonna have on rollout it better not suck especially with the star wars name attached to it it yeah. looks good it feels fun and it, i i you know if you're a star wars fan it's worth the six ninety nine. Well, there's only two episodes out right now. There'll be three, you know, in next week. Obviously, there'll be three episodes, but I think there's eight total. Maybe wait like a month, and you'll be able to pay only six ninety nine for that whole month, and probably be able to watch the entire series and get, you know, yeah. what I mean, like you could get in and out for six ninety nine. It's gotta give you hope for the Marvel shows. Oh, absolutely. Well, they're they were never right. they were never going to bring in those those actors and have it be just shit quality. You know what I mean? Like, so I am excited. They are putting enough time and effort into these that they're going to be good. 
Um, so I'm excited about the Mandalorian. It's a different concept. You know, it's outside of, you know, obviously the Skywalker stuff that we haven't really seen anything like that. It's just kind of its own thing. Like here's, you know, the, the guild of bounty hunters, here's how they operate. And here's one of them, you know, it's pretty cool so far. Well, my voice just cracked. Sorry, puberty, uh, it hit me hard there, but Mandalorian, I'm digging it a lot. And then one other thing I've been streaming, uh, on Netflix that's come out since our last podcast is living with yourself. Paul Rudd could live stream himself pooping on a table and I would watch it. So if you're a Paul Rudd fan at all, living with yourself on Netflix is a is an interesting watch. It's a very strange scenario. I don't want to give anything away really, but it's just Paul Rudd and it's it's not like it's funny, but there's also like some real life moments where you're like, oh damn. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a good solid watch if you're a Paul Rudd fan. And if you're not a Paul Rudd fan, you need to go just fix yourself. You're broken. Have you seen anything well, about that? I, I actually haven't, but now that you've said it's Paul Rudd, I, I'm very intrigued. Dude, Paul Rudd's um, one of my favorite people. I don't know why. Yeah. I would I he I want I want to hear and see everything he does. It's just he's just a fun guy. He, I want he's he's like Kawhi Leonard. He's a fun guy. Yeah, and I mean he's timeless. He's like Keanu Reeves. He just doesn't seem to age somehow. I love it. I know that's which is good because I'm going to continue to watch whatever he produces. So just I wanted to give a real quick shout out. If you have Netflix, watch Living with Yourself. If you have Disney Plus, you probably already have it for The Mandalorian anyway. So well, I don't I don't need to tell you to watch it. Am I right? Like just freaking watch it. Uh, you on the other hand have caught up finally with 2019. And uh, yeah. it's good because we're about to end this year, and you've actually caught up with a few movies that you've seen that uh, in in past podcasts you have admitted that you hadn't. So, so let's run down the list. Tell us what you have actually watched this year, because I am excited to hear this. Lots of shame. Um, I finally just saw Aquaman coming home from our honeymoon. What? I I had been neglecting the DC movies because they were all bad, and you know what? Aquaman proved me right. Right. Aquaman- was so bad. Oh, okay. All right. Listen, first off, that movie was from last year. That's 2018 <laughs> garbage. So you're real behind. Uh, but anyway, no, listen, I obviously Aquaman, not fantastic by any means. However, in comparison to other DC films, a pleasant surprise. So here's my, here's my take on Aquaman. Okay. I, actually didn't mind the story arc so much um i really actually liked the black manta i really liked the conflict with his um half brother or brother um i don't spoil anything for anybody no i'm kidding everyone who's wanted to watch it has already watched it (laughs) overall like i i felt like he wasn't even a bad casting for it i love i like momoa yeah Um, the thing for me though is the writing was really bad you know, how many times is somebody going to say, oh, your mother left you to protect you and your father? Yeah. You have to know that he, she did that to protect you. Yeah. It's like, dude, we get it. She yeah. left they, they to don't, protect them. They don't leave a lot to the imagination. They don't really give the, the viewer much credit. Uh, and I will agree with you on that. The script could have been a little tighter. Uh, but I, I do think Momoa is good, good as Aquaman. The dude who plays, uh, what is it, uh, Ocean Master? I, I actually yeah. really liked that. I really liked him. Uh, I thought he was pretty good. And Black Manta, I, who's one of my favorite DC villains. I don't know why. I freaking love Black Manta. I yeah, he was a cool casting for that, and he, I liked the character. You know him. 
you know, Aquaman even leaving what's his face to die in the beginning of the movie, like that was pretty cool. Um, I, that's why I was like, oh man, okay, you know, you, yeah, you got my, you got me. Yeah, it was know? okay, Give little shot. little badass move right there, kind of a dick move, but badass definitely. Uh, the for thing, for a the superhero, thing for me is like. You know Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Nobody yeah. knew nobody knew those characters other than the diehard comic fans. Yeah. So they had a lot of license to go and do what they wanted with those characters and it worked out really well. Yeah. Um the thing is Aquaman, he's much, you know, maligned for being a really lame member of the Justice League. They had such an opportunity. They have Momoa. They could have made him a badass, like a super duper badass. And instead, because of the writing, I, ca- I came out of the movie as like, oh, okay, well, he like tries to be kind of funny sometimes, I guess, but also he's kind of tough, and his yeah. mom left him to protect him and his father. <laughs> Wait, what? His mom left him to protect? <laughs> oh. No, okay, I-, I see what you're saying, and-, and we don't have to give this much more thought because this movie was uh, so relevant that was, that was years Aquaman, ago. And I'm glad that I was stuck on a plane to watch it because I otherwise would have just stopped it. I didn't, I didn't not have fun watching it, but it... By by comparison to DC movies, uh, it was like a seven, uh, but it, realistically, probably closer to like a six at four, a low six, three. Okay. Um, speaking of, uh, on the complete flip side, though, incredible movie, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. I cannot believe it took you so long to watch I this movie. Know. This movie. I know. Is probably my favorite Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It is it was, so it good. It was freaking amazing. Yeah. It was super good. I, I It came out on Netflix. I finally, I was waiting for Candace to sit down and watch it. We finally did. And man, you know, we know some of the folks that worked on that movie. They're incredibly talented computer animators. Yeah. Like, dude, the the art and the the cheese it just, just the style that like, it, it, it blew me away like i've blew seen animated movies before they didn't have this kind of style like it had its own unique look yeah and the story was really good like it was yeah. it was like the perfect storm of like holy shit sony did something right you know what i mean like i've never seen it they, i'm they, really excited yeah. i'm really excited for the second one especially since they're going to bring in more of the spider-verse type of stuff yeah I, no, I, it has endless possibilities. It's yeah. so good. I, I'm super excited to follow that. That's definitely... It blows Aquaman out of the water, obviously. Uh, but it also, yeah. yeah, it's definitely the premier Spider-Man franchise right now to me. I mean, obviously, you know, what's going on with the MCU? Who the hell knows? But uh, as far as the animated sound, uh, Spider-Man, that is definitely pinnacle Spider-Man content right there. Uh, anything else? Anything else you want to brush right. here's off? The, here's the last one. Okay. Detective Pikachu. Ah. And, and given that I'm such a, po- uh, you know, Poke, Poke fan, Poke snob, Poke snob, Poke snob, like, I'm I'm ashamed that it took me so long to watch it, but we, we were on this eight-hour flight home, and I finally had, you know, a chance to sit down and watch movies. Yeah. I really liked Detective Pikachu. I love the world they built. Yeah, uh, the story I could have I could have probably been a little better, yeah. uh, but no, I did I did it's like it. For a kid. Yeah, I did like it. Uh, I yes, the but... twist at the end, interesting. It was an interesting choice. Ew. Dude, the twist at the end was all right. I, I wasn't even bothered all that much. Just whatever. But dude, this game would have been so much better 
or this movie would have been so much better if Danny DeVito was the voice of Detective Pikachu. It would have been interesting. That would have been very strange, and uh, I would have been. I think I would have been okay with it. It is. It was weird hearing Ryan Reynolds, aka Deadpool, as Pikachu. That that was. It took some time to get used to, but once the story got going, I was like, okay, it's Pikachu. But I would have been. I would have been more than okay to have Danny DeVito. It would have been very very fun. It was funny because when I saw the internet rumblings, like apparently somebody had asked him about it, and he's like, oh, I don't know what Pokemon is, but I'll do it. And yeah, I, I I like the story a lot, and I agree. I think I probably like the world better. That I just think it's incredible that they're able to computer animate a story where the Pokemon are so cohesive with the live action part of the movie. Like just how far we've come from you know Who Framed Roger Rabbit to now, yeah. where you got like, yeah, you know, for literally just Pokemon like Pikachu and. Jigglypuff and whatever <laughs> seem as though they could be in our world. That's for, so cool. For sure. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I think I do really like this world and the way that it was animated. I think it looks beautiful. I hope that we do not get a sequel to this movie, but we get another story from like that tang- world. A tangential movie. Yeah, I want to I want to go back to that world, totally different story. You know what I mean? Like you you've built something beautiful. I want to I want to see more of it. I don't want to see Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu again, which, but the way the movie ended, I don't really think we're going to get that again. But where well, we shouldn't, at least, if they find a way to get him back into that into that Pikachu, I swear to God, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> Detective Pikachu who, again? Why have you done this? Yeah, I don't understand. So he, yeah, uh, the the world they built is something that they can capitalize on. Um, I don't think they can make a sequel to that movie though, or uh, at least not without it being just a blatant cash grab. No, and there's they got so much other stuff they could go into. I mean, they've got games that they never really fully explored, like Pokemon Ranger or Pokemon Conquest. Yeah, um, but unfortunately I hear the, the sequel, though, they're not able to CGI all 900-plus Pokemon in the movie. So, I mean, are people really going to go see it? <laughs> uh, yeah, they have to create... a. Uh, animations for every pokemon so clearly they're they just uh, they don't have the data for it they just don't there's not enough space on the oh uh, on the than the movies so anyway uh, i'm glad to hear you finally caught up with the times i i i hope in the future when when movies come out obviously star wars is going to come out next month uh and then the next year is a big year for uh marvel movies well wait is Yo, it next I, year or is it 20 20- yeah i'm i'm two star wars movies behind i never Ooh, saw the second one of the new trilogy Come on, man. Yeah, I know. I'm, you know, yeah. We did see. I did watch Rocket Man also on that plane flight. It was pretty good. Okay, cool. I have yet to see that. I do wanted to see that one too, but I have not gotten around to it. But um, yeah, man. Just catch up with the damn movies, man. Go to the movies every once in a while. Uh, you know, go on a little dinner dinner and a movie date. Uh, it's it's not it's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, We're fortunate enough to live pretty close to a movie theater here. Um, since we moved up to St. Pete, so we're we actually haven't really gone to the movies now that I'm thinking about it that much, but uh, we will whenever the big ones come out. Obviously, we'll be hitting the uh, the big ones. So uh, I'm glad to hear you're you're caught up to date, and uh, I'm, I'm glad we were able to recap that and talk about some gaming stuff. So just to lay out the future of the chunk, 2020, the vision gets cleared. Okay, our vision is 2020 next year, and we will oh, be. That's a that's our hey, tagline. It is. It is. I've been I've been thinking about that one for like you know. 
the last month. I was like, this is something I'm going to use somewhere. And I just Chunk gra- 2020 scene clearly now. Woo! And then we have to like commission that song. We have to pay for it. You guys can see clearly now. The- okay. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, yeah, we just cost ourselves a lot of money just by singing it. So, uh, no, we're excited for next year. It's going to be big, I think, for not only just the Chunk Podcast as itself, but I ca- the Chunk Podcast Network is going to be uh, something interesting, uh, I think. At least I want it to be, and uh, I have aspirations for it to be. Uh, a couple other little podcasts coming out, uh, that, and I say little. These are going to be some big-ass, you know, badass podcasts, and I say that sarcastically. So... Take it for what it's worth. We're doing our best here at The Chunk. And uh, if you want to follow us at The Chunk Pod Twitter, um, on Facebook, you can find it, uh, The Chunk Pod Cast. Uh, and then it's thechunkpod.com if you want to get all the information there. But 2020 is going to be a fun year, I think. I think we're going to get the the backing that we were hoping for. And uh, and moving forward, I think we're going to be pretty... We're going to have some uh, some opportunities and tools to make this baby... We're going to polish this turd into something nice and cute. Uh, mm. And and it bear with us. I know the, if the audio quality has been weird on this particular podcast, I promise it, it will get better. We have the technology. We are implementing it shortly. So subscribe, uh, Apple Podcasts, obviously, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts or wherever you're, you know, if you're listening to it somewhere else, you can find us anywhere. Just search The Chunk Podcast. Give us a like. Uh, if you could subscribe and please rate or review on, on uh, Apple Podcasts. That would be greatly appreciated. JJ, thank you for getting back on. It's nice doing this. We should probably do this more often, and we will. I swear. I swear we will. <laughs> right after your vac- your vacation, and then also after the holidays. Yes. And then after the New Year. And then after, you know, Valentine's Day, and then after, you know, Fourth of July. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we're going to get there, damn it. We're going to get there. So thank you, Chunkers. Thanks for being a hardcore Chunker. We appreciate you listening, and uh, just stay tuned. There's some good stuff. Peace out. People say peace out? Yeah, I say peace out. Okay. Peace out.